hey guys welcome back to heart to heart by katsi b you don't know it's a girl katsi the country girl living the city lifestyle now before i really do jump into this second episode and get into the meat of the matter i really just want to thank all the persons that had actually taken the time out to listen to the very first episode that i dropped even if you started and you didn't get a chance to finish or you had just clicked the link and it brought you to my podcast page you can always go back and listen to it or you can listen to this one first whichever one you happen to pop on first there's really no order of importance now this second topic that i want to touch on is a topic that i refrain from talking about for a couple of months for many reasons for one i was ashamed for two i was trying to figure out what exactly i needed to learn from this experience Secondly, I just wanted to feel whatever feeling that I always pushed down and told myself that, you know, I don't have time to feel sad or, you know, it's on to the next. But most importantly, the feelings that I was not feeling. And this topic is about my most recent relationship. You know, for the most part, my relationship was... I'm going to, for for lack of a better word, WhatsApp relationship because I it was never public, meaning I was not posting about it or posting pictures on Facebook or Instagram. It was mainly just WhatsApp. No, more for most persons, it would be just a photographic memory or a photographic recollection. For most persons who were close to me, they would have been back and forth with me through the many ups and downs the many many gray areas and i refrain from talking about it as i mentioned being ashamed in the sense where you always hear people saying not to put your relationship out in the public or you know because it makes it hard for you to move on in the sense where you'd have to take a time off and you know all of those cliches societal restrictions so i got out of my relationship and as i said for all the feelings that i was not feeling no my relationship was my relationship was nothing normal. My relationship was not based off societal norms. My relationship was by no means normal in terms of the way it began, the middle, the end. None of it was the standard dating and any of that. And I say all that to say, when I met my ex, I was not in a place where I really wanted to know anybody and I was starting to get okay with the fact that I'm going to be single for a while now so I might as well just embrace it and just do me and do my own thing now the problem that I had was that I always felt as if I did not know how to be alone and so I didn't know how to maneuver being single I always felt like I had to be in a relationship I always felt like I had to have a partner I have to have a man calling me baby I have to have somebody 
feeling a void in me that I would for the, 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 the life of me. I really could never understood why is it that I consistently needed a man to fill that void. No, when I met my ex, as I stated, I wasn't in a place where I wanted anybody. I was just on this cliche, getting to know me, focus on me train. And he took me out of that place in terms of me wanting to lean on him, me wanting to find a safe place and wanting to think that this person was who I really needed to lay my head like this is like I was home and so we started conversating on the fact that we were both what the other person was looking for you know you have this list of stuff that you're looking for in a person and you know you meet somebody and you know it's all words there's no action backing it up yet you're just telling him that oh this is the type of person I am, this is what I'm looking for, and the other person is like, oh wow, I'm that type of person as well, you're exactly what I'm looking for, and then you create this imaginary bond, this imaginary trauma bond, and the fact that you guys have been searching for that one thing, and you have now found it, verbally, might I add, and so I bonded with my ex over the fact that I was looking for this type of man, and he was this type of person and he was looking for this type of woman and i was that type of person and we bonded we bonded on that we bonded on it so much to the point where we were not concerned about how our relationship was starting we weren't concerned about the fact that we didn't know anything about each other we didn't know the bad side to each other we didn't know the pros and the cons to each other we just merely bonded on the fact that oh you like candles i like to give candles oh you like walks on the beach i like to give walks on the beach and we just bonded over those simple stuff that those are supposed to come in a relationship regardless those should not have been the most important thing that we bonded over but we bonded on it and in the beginning it was all peaches and creams it was all butterflies and we started thinking that you know this may have been the person for me i might i might be here for a while and we felt i would say in love but later on in this episode you will realize why i'm hesitant to call it that now i saw this person for what he said he was and he saw me for what i said i was until you know the butterfly phase gone and then everything is gonna come breaking down but when i reach we're not at the butterfly the, the butterfly is flying away yet no let me tell you you see you see when a man when a man is not where he needs to be financially emotionally do not expect that man to take it easy on you. And if you are not mentally strong to hold up not only him but yourself, do not venture off with a man like that. 
because those men are dangerous men and they play some very hard ball games and trust me them want you for play along to the end fight to the finish ride or die like right off the bat right now my ex and i were from two different social backgrounds and i don't mean i was uptown and he was ghetto i mean i had a totally different lifestyle growing up i never had to worry where my food had come from growing up i never had to switch from yard to yard unless it was a case where you know my parents are divorced so you know sometime i would be at my father's sometime i would be at my mom well i, I spent my my years i grew up with my mother so i i should say then that um most of my time i would be at my mom and then the other would would be spent at my dad's right no i shop online i see nice things i buy nice things my ex was never given that luxury in terms of having the ability to do as he pleased one he had a child which meant that everything that he did is surrounding taking care of him and his child while me i'm free-spirited i have no children i have nothing tying me to anything so when i get paid the onus is on me to to spend it as i please right and we built our relationship and let me tell you for the most part i was and i still cannot call it love and as i said i will explain further in the episode as to why i really i I really am hesitant to call it love i was infatuated with this guy not only was i highly attracted to him sexually and emotionally i felt like this was the person that i needed to be with and i remember a little incident happened you know everybody even though i really don't like to use this statement where everybody says oh you know i'm human we all make mistakes but i did something that men would would deem as a reason to not trust wasn't anything big but then again the person on the receiving end i cannot tell that person how they should receive what was done to them no i sort of told him a little white lie in terms of i was planning to do something for him and i had actually got excited and jumped the gun a bit and sort of gave him a piece of it luckily he didn't read the message in time so i figured hey you know let me delete this message and so i deleted the message he came back he asked me what the message was about and rather than me saying hey you know i was trying to surprise you with something i you know let me tell him that you know let me tell him something else so i proceeded to tell him something else and not to my knowledge that he had already seen the message in terms of he saw the notification but he didn't open the message for me to see that he saw it so when i told him something other than what he read his mind immediately went to the fact that i was telling something or that message was not for him no i know the mistake was my fault or the error was on my part in the sense that i was the one who actually told the lie but his reaction to that should have been a major red flag for me but i 
I bypassed it. And I say it was a major red flag because his reaction was like he started his voice went up a notch. Um, he started saying, you know, he's a overthinker and I'm a liar and I'm and <laughs> my good nigga went off. And I really couldn't blame him. I really couldn't blame him, but I really did understand and I guess that's why I bypassed the red flag. Because, you know, if you can understand the red flag then you just bypass it just simply ignoring the fact that it is in itself a red flag but like i am i bypassed the red flag and i moved forward and we spoke about it and this was a person that wanted to have constant sit downs with me wanting to know if he was going if he was doing anything wrong you know where the relationship was headed he wanted to constantly have those talks in the sense where he didn't want me to not want the relationship anymore and felt as if i had to battle it up well it was a good and a bad thing so i remember making a decision that i've never made in my life one i've i i've always told myself that i would not date men with kids and he really did he really did show me why I, I, I don't have the strong will to date men with kids. Secondly, he I was living with him, or should I say staying with him for a period. And he also showed me that living with a man that I really, really came to the conclusion that I knew nothing about and knew nothing about me would definitely speed up whatever breakup was supposed to come along the line. And I say this to say, my boyfriend and I knew nothing about each other. We were infatuated with the physical aspects of each other. We clicked emotionally, yes, we clicked physically as well. But when it got down to the mental capacity of really sitting down and seeing your person for who they are and then making a decision to be with that person we never got a chance to do that so imagine constantly coming home to somebody who just didn't understand themselves enough to the point where they projected every failed relationship they've been through every daydream post every pink wall story that has ever gotten sent in about a woman doing this imagine your partner projecting that on you every time he saw you imagine your partner waking you up out of your sleep asking you about men that you that are made up imagine your partner searching your phone to the very bottom of it finding nothing and still not pleased because he's looking at this girl and he's saying whoa this girl is so beautiful this girl is so sexy like other men are gonna see what i see and all this and i'm not making this amount of money and she's gonna leave me for this person imagine your partner projecting so many stuff on you daily daily and your answer to him didn't change your answer to him did not sway your answer to him remained the same your answer to him was there's nobody else i have my own money if i meet if if i if i wanted a guy with money i would have already been with a guy with money but none of that sufficed for him imagine 
being a person who has always suppressed how you're feeling imagine a person imagine you being a person who always vents on their status and yes i know i i i have a few people who hate it or hate the fact that i religiously vent on my status and really and truly and i said it in my first episode i do so because i fear or i feel that i don't really have anybody who really wants to listen to me i don't have anybody in my corner so when i take the onus on myself and i put my business out there there's really nothing that you can say to hurt me because i gave you that now imagine one that that is how my ex met me by the way me posting i had his number he had mine and i was just posting and venting about something and he offered a shoulder now imagine somebody using the way that they met you to turn it into a problem now imagine you going through episodes of silence where you just you forgot that you are a person who you cannot be around people for too long you forgot that you've never done this before and some days you just come home and you just don't want to talk and you 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 forget that you're in a relationship with a stranger and a stranger is in a relationship with you because neither of you know each other neither of you know if this person is who you really want you were just going based on all the verbal stuff that you had spoken about in the initial stage and you're thinking oh wow i i'm I'm really going to have a great relationship with this person no mind you i i will take full responsibility for the parts of the relationship that like the sinking of my relationship on my end based on the fact that as i stated i i would i would just want to come home and me, me just no want to see nobody me just no want to talk to nobody me just want lay down. I just me just want to play some music, and I me just want to sink off somewhere. You get me. But imagine having to come home and explain to somebody why you don't want to talk. Imagine having to come home, and that very same person is going to say to you like, they think you're craving attention. Right? Imagine that same person telling you that they think you have extra baggage elsewhere and they think you have another boyfriend because and they gave you all the the they they my ex he he diagnosed me my entire relationship. And I would remember there were times that I would say to him, But hey, you do this. But you know the problem between me and my ex was I was more patient. My ex would see a bottle move and he would instantly say, Hey, you know, you move this bottle. While I would watch him move that bottle repeatedly, repeatedly, and I wouldn't say a thing. And it wouldn't be until he said to me, like, hey, Kadine, you you, you moved the bottle. And I would say, But you've been moving the bottle though. And he would like he would dismiss it and I couldn't blame him for dismissing it because I should have been more active as he was. Like the minute he moved it as well, I should have said, Hey, you moved it. I should not have watched him move it multiple times. And then when he said something to me, that was when that was when I wanted to to say something. But I was very I think I was I think I was more patient 
with him than he was patient with me. I think we skipped out so many steps in the beginning of our relationship that I think he felt it okay that we did skip out a lot of stuff and just jump right into the means of the matter. Now, the thing that I, I, I refrain from talking about because I really didn't want to think about it some persons would call it cheating i'm not sure if i if i want i i I do call it cheating or or should i say i categorize it in the field of cheating wherein i looked in his phone not in terms of literally taking up his phone and going into it but a situation had came up and his phone was quote-unquote lost and I arranged to pick the phone up for him thinking that I was doing such a grand gesture thinking that he would be so glad that I was arranging to collect his phone for him because I know he would have been you know completely out his mind all of that and I kid you not when I got the phone in my hand the first thing that came into my mind was to search the phone as I got it and I searched the phone and I found him telling this girl that he you know all sort of stuff and it brought me it brought me one because as i said there was this man in my face every day every day god saying in my face and he would accuse but he wouldn't do it as if he's accusing me and that's where he really did play with my intelligence because if you're if you're if you're gonna do something just do it and when when you get caught just say that's what you were doing don't do it Skillfully, and then when I still do pick up, you try to play it off. This was somebody who accused me of having men waking me up out of my sleep, asking me about men, searching my phone, you didn't find anything, you were not pleased because them half of there somewhere. And this was a man that I was coming home to every evening. While when, when you look in his phone, he's telling girls all these things, and she... She was in the first instance. And this was somebody who deletes messages them send. The only chat I think and I and I say I think because I, I I didn't search my own name in his phone to back up that. The only chat I think wasn't deleted after every message was sent was probably mine. But everybody else's deleted. I remember I looked in, 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 in his blocked contacts, the persons who were blocked from viewing his status, and I realized that his baby mother's number was blocked from watching his status and his baby mother's sister. And I kind of found this sus because I was like, if this person is simply your baby mother, you said she has moved on with her life, why do you, you want to go so far to block her? I really never understood that, but... As I said, I, I I think I was very I was much more patient than he was. So I would be thinking stuff and I'd be thinking all of that. But I would not be nagging him about it because I'm trying to I'm trying to offer you a certain level of peace. A certain level of peace that he did not know how to offer me. You were constantly in my face about men. You were and in your phone you were telling girls all sorts of stuff. And I remember I got upset and I and I left the next morning and I went home. And all in my mind is like, why why am I left that brother here? Because and 
I don't know. Like there was there was something, but I I I really could not put my finger on it, and I and I was like, but you know, can't leave him. And I didn't leave. I stayed, thinking that I was doing the right thing. You know, fixing my relationship, not wanting this guy to feel as if I really didn't feel any particular way about him, not wanting him to feel alone because God forbid. I know how that feel. But here's the part that here's the part that really got me though. This was a guy who would gaslight me and I mean he would call me toxic. He 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 wouldn't call me any words like bitch or whore or anything like that. But he would call me toxic and he'd call me manipulative and I remember I said to him that if you think so many stuff about me and I remember I said this to him one night and I said you have nothing good in your head to think about me and I have done you nothing I have done you nothing you you call yourself all these names and you victimize yourself and you you, you talk about yourself as if you're this poor thing and oh you're so broken and you're so broke and nobody would want you and it was it was annoying to me because I knew that when I started talking to you. I knew you were broke. I knew you were broken. But yet here I am always putting on my cape and going into relationships. Quite frankly, hoping they would fix me. But I I, I keep having to fix them. Whether it's financially or emotionally. Or just offering them something that they've never gotten. I keep having to fix them. And here he was always victimizing himself. And it was something that got to me. And I remember I said to him one day, like, son, you will not let me feel sorry for dating you. I'm sorry that you did not get to achieve all that you wanted to achieve. I'm sorry that you feel as if you're that broke and you're that broken. But that is not my fault. You're projecting all of that on me, thinking that, oh, I'm going to cheat on you and I'm going to do this. I knew you were broke when I started talking to you. Because money doesn't phase me. Material stuff does not phase me. Now imagine always having to hear that. Imagine always having to come home to oh, this is what you're gonna do and you're gonna you're gonna do all sorts of and, and let me tell you guys the toll that, that took on me mentally, I I I don't even know how to begin explaining that to you. I remember one night I, I laid beside him and mind you, it was because of his his gaslighting and the words he would call me and me love seeking attention. I couldn't, I, I, for the life of me, I couldn't open up to him. No matter what I did, I could not open up to him. And it sucked because I was in this relationship with this guy that I was so attracted to so emotionally connected to so so willing to love this person and yet i refused to open up to him why i remember one time i laid in the bed and i think i think we were having an argument or a disagreement and i just started crying and i cried myself to sleep beside of him and i'm i mean deep breathing everything was not yeah yeah hurt me head start hurt me you know like lose a loved one type of crying and i kid you not when i say not one word 
bit of why I was crying escaped my mouth and I, that's not even where it hit me because I still stayed if my ex left the room 10 times the 10 time he's, he's coming back into the room he's gonna ask me about some man not a man that he knows about I mean overall like oh are, are you are you sure you don't have another nigga are you sure and i my answer would be the same and i'm like bro pull me up and and and, and antagonize me and, and 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 question me about stuff that you see me doing not stuff that you're 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 picky you're you're, you're you are you are imagining it in your head you're imagining it you're reading about it on Daydream, Pink Wall, Quest Time, all those stuff. And none of that. I, I didn't do all of that. I didn't do any of it. And I, and I, I sat there, guys, and I, and I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried. And I, I could not open my mouth to say, hey, this is what is bothering me. Because for the most part... <laughs> It didn't make any sense and it didn't make any sense because venting to somebody who who is gonna turn around the next day when you have a when you have a disagreement and say, Oh you know and then when they're done you go talk say but this some of that his favorite thing was to say that I'm painting him as a bad guy. No mind you my ex my ex never cares say I'm in a relationship with me. He just he just didn't want me painting him like a bad boyfriend to people. He cared more about what people thought. He cared what my friends at the time were thinking that oh as long as as long as you know tell them nothing bad about me for them hate me like it's a relationship though. If I'm even venting to my friends, you don't need to like them and they don't need to like you and that is okay. You don't need to be worried about all those men that are supposedly looking me because Monaga always know me that is inevitable I cannot stop that even if me have on a do-rag and me have on a long pants and a big t-shirt Monaga look me so there was nothing I could do about that you should have posed with your girl as if your man you had a trophy but instead you were worried you were worried about some some people that never matter really didn't matter and the more I the more I really saw this nigga for who he really was the more I realized that I'm I'm not gonna be able to save this one I'm and the the the, the, the messed up thing about it was that was a problem that I had to realize in myself that I really I really have a problem in thinking that every guy I go into a relationship with that I need to fix them I need to fix them and for some reason he was my he was my he was, he was my realize my 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 light bulb moment when I was like you know I cannot save these people and I'm not going to try anymore and I remember when our real or when our relationship was dwindling and I was I was really trying to fix it but then I realized that my ex had an ego I had an ego but as much as my patience 
was a bit louder than his i realized that his ego was louder than mine in terms of who could do without who my ex could win because if i was not the one saving my relationship my relationship was not going to be saved and i could not carry the weight of what i'm feeling that i cannot tell him plus the weight of the relationship that was bound to fail based on how it started and i can say that with content when i look back at how my relationship started i i a part of me knew that my relationship was not strong enough my my relationship was not leveled enough my relationship was not genuine and real enough to last and i think it was until that realization hit me that was when i started to put my foot down and i said you know what i don't need to do this Apart from the fact that I've always told myself that I had to be with a man who had a two, who, who didn't have a child because I I have to be the one he goes through the, those stuff with first. Like, nah, and I need to be the first priority in my life before, you know? And somewhere in the back of my head, I didn't believe that he was fully over his baby mother. I didn't believe that they weren't involved anymore and for some reason (laughs) for some reason i think i was paying for the mistakes that girls did to him and it sucks that sometimes when men get a good thing sometimes women as well when we get a good thing we tend to we tend to mess it up by thinking that we don't deserve this person and he told me that ever so often like i don't deserve you and you deserve so much better and i'm sorry i can't afford this and i really wish i could have taken how i felt about him even if i cannot classify it as love i really wish i could have just taken how i felt about him and just given given him an ounce of how i felt just for him to see that the stuff that he was worried about the the, the the probability of them happening or the reasons that he was coming up with they weren't correct and this is coming from a person who gifted or who was in a competition with me as to who could have been the big the biggest com the biggest overthinker the person who and really and truly he, he wouldn't have won because overthinkers don't constantly say i'm an overthinker and I would hear he's an overthinker 10 times a day, being the overthinker that I am, being that I am. And I'm saying, that's not how it works. An overthinker is 99.9% right. And he was never right about anything that he thought. That was pure insecurity. That was pure brokenness. And that was something that I couldn't even fathom. That was something that he couldn't fathom to understand so how is it that i wanted to fix this man when this man didn't even know where to begin fixing this man was not presenting a puzzle this man was this man wasn't pretend this man wasn't present presenting pieces this man was presenting <laughs> chart dust and i remember i did i did something else As I said, 
I take full responsibility for the parts of the relationship that went down on my end in terms of I would go silent and he would not understand. And I would go silent and he couldn't understand because he wasn't the person for me. Because there is no way I could understand that somebody is for me and whenever I would go down, like the way, and let me tell you something, you see the way how your partner reacts when you are sad? It tells you all that you need to know about how they feel about you and and where the relationship is headed. I remember like once again it was his birthday and I, I may have not gone about it the right way but I gifted him some stuff and he left. He went to go get his son. I was at work. He came back and you know, I really thought that he, I, you know, I gifted him his cake, his his perfume, his stuff, and all of that. And I really thought he, I really felt unappreciated in a sense where you know, if somebody's doing something for you that you've never done, you've never gotten before, your first expression, I would assume, would be different. No, mind you, I can't control how somebody reacts to a gesture that they've never gotten. But I don't know if somebody did something for me that I've never gotten, I would be in tears. If I was even having a bad day, I would be in tears. And I just did not feel appreciated at the thought. because, And I, I can't even say it's a thought. Because, you know, I thought, you know, when people say it's, it's, it's a thought that counts. It's when I come to you and I say, hey, you know, I was supposed to get you that necklace, but they didn't have it in your neck size. And they'd be like, oh, you know, it's a thought that counts. Like, that wasn't a thought. That was a thought that I turned into an action. And I did. And I remember after his birthday, we didn't speak because, as I said, I never felt appreciated. And and so I went into my shell. And I realized that every time I went into my shell, the stuff that he would say to me weren't pleasant. I get that my silence was deafening and my my silence would have been deemed disrespectful to some person, especially given the fact that I was in his house. But imagine somebody knowing that you had nobody in the area, you had nowhere to go, you're in, you're, in the, you're, in, you're in Kingston, you're doing your own thing. Imagine somebody using that to their advantage for them to say, hey, you know, when things started getting rocky between the two of you, they, they tell you, so, hey, you know, find somewhere and go. And mind you, when he did say that, and I was like, okay, you know, I was devastated. I was, I was all over the place with emotions. Like I never care about hair, never care about eating. I was devastated until I found a place for myself, and still was trying to fix a relationship that I knew was I knew was broken I knew no amount of fixing and as I said I had to be the one to do the fixing and it was just a heavy load it was a heavy load because imagine imagine trying to fix something that you know you know you know it's broken imagine trying to fix imagine trying to piece back a a, a copper glass that fell and, and 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 broke and it's so shattered and the damage is is, is 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 like this is a this is a glass where you drop multiple times and put together and that final drop when you know you know you know you know your mother busts your ass feet 
lift first three four times it drop and here you are yet again i try to put it back together and you know saying no go work but you're there and you just a pray for your miracle when really the miracle is you because you're the only person if it's if it's gonna be fixed you're gonna have to fix it imagine being in a relationship with somebody who told you that if you're staying with them you're only staying with them because you feel sorry for them imagine being in a relationship with somebody who tells you that if you leave them you you, you did already seek out their replacement and you already have the next person where you're gonna deal with and you just gonna move on with your life and everything that you didn't do for them you're gonna do it for that person now mind you i've never half-assed my feelings for my ex i never treated him anyway i remember i asked him have i ever made you feel less than and he said i've never done it my ex had this weird obsession with wanting to meet my mother that every time we had an argument he would bring up my mother like oh you know and the next guy is gonna meet your mother and, and i remember i had to really say to him like dude my mother doesn't know you she might never know you why why the constant need to bring her up like if you don't get to meet her you will not die now when your ex tells you that if you leave him you you already have his replacement and if you stay you only feel sorry for him what choice do they really give you with now as i said in in the previous part of the episode my ex had nothing good in his head or anything good to say to me or about me he didn't think anything good in his head he didn't think that oh you know i'm gonna have a good relationship with this girl she's gonna be loyal until she proves me otherwise because that was that was the status that i was giving him pending and i never as i said i never half-assed it because i wasn't sure if he was loyal i'm, I'm, I'm gonna give all of this to you and i'm gonna keep being that girlfriend for you i'm gonna keep doing things that you've never gotten until you show me that you are not deserving of that and yes even when i found out those messages with those girls i did start to change and i did i you know i really did do a pull up because i was like whoa you talk a good game and to the, to, to to how you would chastise me and have me under 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 oath like pleading my case to you about imaginary men that you made up i would have never in a million years looking at him phone and figure say oh you know he's 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 doing what he said he wouldn't do this guy that i was so in tune with verbally when it came down to the meat of the matter we never (laughs) we weren't compatible and let me tell you something compatibility it is a thing i was not compatible with this dude i we we never saw eye to eye we never if 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 we're if we're okay monday tuesday we are at it wednesday thursday friday and then we're gonna make up saturday sunday and we're gonna be back at it monday tuesday wednesday and that was a cycle that it that it did and i and i said it to him so often i said it's if i was not staying with you i would not have sped up the ending of our relationship because mind you as i said the relationship was going to end regardless of if i was living with him you know but the fact that i was living with him it did just speed up the process that 
this person is not for you and I forced and I forced and I forced and, and, and nothing changed about him nothing changed about me because I, I, I was stuck in my ways he was stuck in his I know why because we weren't for each other because people that are meant for each other people that know deep down that this is the person and i'm not talking lust i'm not talking infatuation and i'm talking about no crazy synchronism in sex or whatever the case is are some weird reasons why people think they are right for each other people that are right for each other i would not have let this man go with the swiftness that i did if i was really meant for him and he was meant for me my ex didn't fight for me for whatever reason and i wouldn't ask him to because when you know deep down that somebody's not for you them fighting for you just seems so cringy and the person that you're really supposed to be with it just takes away the time that they have to find you so he didn't fight for me and i really do want to thank him for that like i'm i'm really glad that he never fought for me at first i was a bit I was a bit down about it because I was saying no like you talk such a good game like you're telling me that you think that I'm the girl for you and you watch me pop my shit and you didn't even element lifetime type of thing and hold my hand nothing nothing and he didn't do it because he he once again told himself that if he fought for me he would have been I would have only stayed because he wanted me to and I remember I said to him like what what is the difference me staying for you or staying for you what is the difference no the only difference is the tone that i might have said it in you know staying for you and staying for you no staying for you would mean me i stay because you know yeah fight and you know i don't want to fight so i'm gonna stay but staying for you i'm staying because i want you but I had to go on a on a on a, a search, and I mean a search, and I had to find why I was not beating myself up because every any anybody who knows me knows that I'm an emotional wreck when it comes down to relationships and them ending. And I never cried. I as I said, I think I think the night when I laid beside him and cried myself to sleep, I think that was that was no, that wasn't it. I cried when he told me um, that I had to find somewhere and go. I think I cried after that. But when I really did get to the realization that this relationship was meaningless, was pointless, I didn't cry. I I remember I was listening to a song and the song, like it was saying, you know, it hurts that I'm not heard. And I really pulled up the song because I was like, wow, like, and that was where it really hit me. Like, why am I not as distraught about this relationship as I, uh, as, as I was about others? And then I just came to the realization that he was just not my person. I came to the realization that we never got the chance to sit down and 
really get the time or really take the time to actually know each other to figure out if this person do we like this person and it is such a real thing when people say make sure the person you marry or the person you're in a relationship with you like them and you can love a person but do you like them as a person and me and my ex we we were that definition of loving somebody but not really liking them as a person because i didn't i did not like him as a person outside of our relationship i didn't like him as a person because when we were good i i had to make sure it was good i had to constantly say to him like hey this is not what this is about i I, i'm not doing this i'm not i'm not doing any of that outside of our relationship i didn't like him because we didn't have a friendship we didn't have anything but the verbal bonding that we had in the initial stage which was gone to garbage because that those people that we were talking about are saying that hey we're gonna have such a good relationship those people never surfaced anywhere throughout a relationship those those consistent talks that he wanted to have didn't surface so as a person i started seeing him and i didn't like him and vice versa he started seeing who i was as a person and he didn't like me and that and that was fine but there is no way that a relationship could have worked if when you pull down the blanket love of your relationship and you look at that person and you see them from head to toe you see the tantrums you see them bad behavior and deep down you are like whoa and you don't like that person i I didn't like who he was as a person. I didn't like who he was for me. He didn't like me as a person because, mind you, we were in the house and we could go days without talking. Days without talking. And I remember in the end, when we didn't speak for a while and then he started hitting me up, and wanting to check on me you know that type of closer stuff when i really wanted to know who does closure really help because <laughs> i have all these um epiphanies and i'm really good i'm okay i'm content with this like i'm not sad like if you want to beat up yourself about it that is fine but you will come to the same realization that i did it's just that i'm the one who is going there is, is reaching there faster now mind you he may be somewhere telling himself that i am here with who and mind you i have been single this entire time i have not gotten into a relationship a situationship i have not i have not brought myself to that point to say i am there again to offer myself into a relationship because there's still there there are still things about me that i'm really trying to change like i know that i cannot go into a relationship and go silent and not talk I know that's not okay. But I remember he was trying to talk to me. And I remember I said to him. And I and I, I really did let him have it. Not harshly. But I remember I was saying to him. That you know what our biggest problem is. We never argued to, to get to the point. We never argued to see. How best the other person's argument is. We argued to the death like we like one away half a win like i me half a win like my 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 point is greater your point isn't and we forgot that it was never me against him like it was never me versus you baby 
it was me and you versus whatever problem like we were supposed to jump over that hurdle and for every hurdle that came we never jumped over it we argued cross it he's at one side of the hurdle i'm at the other side and we're just arguing past it we never we never jumped not even just a make we slide under it right we we were never mature enough and i think that's why i was so content with it because that is how i knew that the relationship didn't make sense because if you and i are arguing merely to bring our points across for our points to be heard not to solve the problem or to make up like we would go to bed mad and why would i why would i be with somebody who I can go nights with going to bed mad at them. I remember one time he said, you know, he's no longer going to tolerate. And this is my silence he's talking about. He's no longer going to tolerate laying beside a stranger. And I said, honey, we're not. You're not laying beside a stranger. Two strangers are laying beside each other. And that was just the... That was just... If I had to summarize my entire relationship... I would have said we were two strangers laying beside each other and when the blankets came off when the when the curtains went up and the characters stopped playing and the, the piano stopped and you know the the, 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 the the audience stopped clapping and the encores are not wanted we saw each other for who we actually were skeletons are everything closet open and we never liked each other we didn't like what we see and that's what i said to him and i'm like it's not going to it's not going to work because we don't like each other we think we love each other but we don't like each other and there's no way you can love somebody and not like who they are as a person you have to be able to separate the love that you have for them and liking them as a person you have to be able to say hey that's that is my partner but you have to also be able to say oh i like the way he eats bread i like the way I like the way he opens the door if I'm mad. I like the way he's throwing food for me if man am vexed. You have to be able to separate the love that you have for the person and the liking that you have for them. And if at some point in time, the only thing you have for that person is the, the quote-unquote love or the verbal love that you guys built, my relationship was my relationship was doomed to fail the minute the minute I, I i i fell for words the minute i fell for telling him exactly what i wanted and him doing the total opposite and i was never the perfect girlfriend i i didn't know how to love a broken man i really don't think i'm attracted to broken men anymore because i am now trying to work on me so that i don't i I don't have to put the pieces i I don't need them putting the pieces together for me but i was never the perfect girlfriend i i wanted to love him i wanted to stick by him i wanted to show him that he didn't need he never needed money which he really didn't need any money to, to to get me he didn't need he didn't need none of that a part of me is content with the fact that he was loving me the best way he knew how 
but I was dealing with somebody who didn't know how to reciprocate love, didn't know how to give it, and they definitely did not know how to see how somebody felt about them. And I had to make a choice. Was I going to sit and spend the entirety or the length of whatever time the relationship would have lasted if I had stuck around to fix it, trying to prove how I felt about him, or would I just let the guilt eat him? It was either my mental health or it was him or it was his and he was his was already deteriorated to dust so it was either finish deteriorating mine or i just leave while i could and i i i took my escape i took my escape and for the most part i really did i was down about the fact that i wasn't as down about it i was I was really concerned that I wasn't as sad as I was supposed to be. I wasn't as down as I should have. I wasn't crying about it. I wasn't soaking myself in music. But then I think that was because I knew that my relationship was not going to work. I knew he was not the person for me. I knew I had feelings for him, but I knew I didn't like him as a person. He didn't, he didn't quite fit. And I forced him so much. Like I molded, I molded the the, the 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 fixture. I molded him fitting into my missing piece. And when when the mold started feeling too forced, or it started feeling like you know this this was carved. This wasn't something that was missing. This wasn't a piece that was there and went missing. This was something that was duplicated to fit. But if I could tell him one thing, I really, I really, I really think I would tell him that I wish he could have actually, maybe, maybe if he had really seen how I felt about him. Not saying it was love, because I really, I really still am hesitant to the end to define it as love. But maybe if he had seen how, how I really did adore him, because I really did, because he was, he is a good man. He was doing he was doing the best that he was he he was dealing the cards that he was dealt and i couldn't even blame him because i'm in the same position as him and we were just two broken people trying to fix each other when really we we couldn't but for the most part i really wish he could have seen even if it was just a, a, a spoonful of how I felt about him, maybe our relationship could have lasted longer because the relationship was not going to work. It was going to fail, but maybe it would have lasted a bit longer. Maybe I could have held him a little longer. And mind you, I, 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 I do think about him. I do wonder if he's okay. But then the type of person that he is that i don't like lingers with a bad taste in my mouth and i know all that he's thinking about somewhere is the fact that i'm probably out talking to somebody or replacing him and it's it's really thoughts like those that really do really do grip me and say hey he's okay so that is the ending of this episode guys i know it took me a while to really 
get to this episode but i really hope you guys like this one um as you know this was heart to heart by kazi b you don't know it's the girl kazi the country girl living the city lifestyle don't forget to share the link and give my podcast a follow thank you guys once more